Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Network Chuck. Hope you got your coffee ready because today we're talking about Juniper certifications. And um, you may not know what Juniper is because I never talk about Juniper. And no, I'm not. I'm not switching to Juniper. I'm not crazy, but I am interested in what their certifications are doing because, as you know, Cisco is the best. Like the CCNA is one of the best uh, IT certifications out there you can get. By the way, how you guys doing tonight? Uh, let me know if you can hear me. Gotta take that sip. Yeah, here we go. Now, so yeah, CCNA is the best IT certification out there, period. Non-negotiable, it is. Uh, but getting it is expensive. Cisco has a competitor. Cisco's not the only person out there, the company out there making networking stuff. One of their biggest competitors, and I say biggest, uh, they're not a huge, I mean, they're a big company, but compared to Cisco, Cisco's still a dominant player. Juniper. Juniper is one of their biggest competitors, and uh, I've seen Juniper around. Like, as an engineer, I've been in shops where we've had Cisco stuff, and we've had Juniper stuff, and I'm sure you have Juniper stuff in your data center. If you're in the chat, let people know. Like, yeah, we use Juniper in our in our in our core. We use Juniper as our, our internet route. Like, whatever you use it for, it's there. And I know uh, Juniper is used heavily at ISPs. Uh, in general, I believe Juniper is cheaper than Cisco. Not cheaper in quality, just cheaper in price. And that makes them competitive. So anyways, getting to the point here. Juniper is a network competitive competitor to Cisco. But why should we care about the certifications? Normally up until now, I've completely ignored them. Juniper does have a Cisco equivalent called the JNCIA, equivalent to the CCNA, right? Teach the same kind of stuff. It's just from the perspective of working on their boxes. If you get on a Juniper switch, a Juniper router, you're going to find that the experience is largely the same. Minute differences. I'm telling you, it's it's kind of industry standard by now. There are differences. Don't get me wrong. But it's not a big change. Now, the reason we're talking about this is because Juniper certifications, they're free. <laughs> they legit are free. Like every one of them. Now, some of you I saw in the chat earlier were like, oh, um, they're not completely free, blah, blah, blah. You, you get a voucher for 75% off. No, 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 they're, they're free. You have to find out how to get them, but they are free. Thank you, Martin Puerta, for joining the membership. Thanks for joining. Uh, wait, this is crazy to me, though, the fact that their certifications are free. Now, normally, you would have to go through, like Cisco, uh, study for the Juniper certification, let's say the JNCIA, and you'd pay like $200 to go to Pearson View and take the exam. Like if you tried to schedule it right now, the traditional way, if you went to Pearson View and tried to schedule that, that's what would happen. $200. But they released this program called, uh, I think it's Junos Genius, the Genius Bar, or whatever, I don't know what it's called. But through this program, if you go through their material, which it's free material, again, I told you, free, 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 free for everything. Free training. Uh, the website's actually pretty great. And then as long as you go through their free practice test, um, you get a free voucher. That's so different from Cisco. Actually, that's different from everyone. CompTIA, Cisco, uh, VMware, uh, Red Hat, everybody. They don't do their... Like, most of the time, certifications are geared to make money for that organization. That's just how it works. That's how it is. Juniper's doing it a bit different. And I'm not sure... I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'll, I'll cover that here in a moment, but let's get to it. First of all, why would you go for Juniper? Uh, Juniper's a big player in the market. They are. I, I keep telling you guys this. You, in, in days past, you would find places that just had Cisco equipment. Like that, that would happen, right? 
Cisco switches, Cisco routers, Cisco everything. And it was, it was beautiful. Like that, I was in that world and I loved it. But uh, now that's not the case. It just isn't. You'll get F5 for your load balancing. You'll get uh, Palo Alto for your firewalls. You might have a Cisco switch here and there. You might have Juniper here. Like it, it, they're, it's everywhere. I'm telling you. Um, so yeah, Juniper is going to be a thing. The question is, and this is the biggest question uh, we have to consider right now, is how does the CCNA compare to the JNCIA? Because at the end of the day, that's what you care about. If you're just starting your career, or you're just getting into networking, and you want to transition your job role to becoming a network engineer, that's your biggest focal point. What's going to be the biggest, like, I'm ready, I want to I want to be this guy? What's going to shine on your resume, CCNA or JNCIA? CCNA still wins, without a doubt, right? Like, it just does. Like, check this out. Um, I'll show you how to get to the free stuff here in a bit. But if we do a job search, and I know this probably isn't completely fair, but we'll, we'll, we'll look at it. So if I search for CCNA, no filter, uh, blah, 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 I get 8,700 results for CCNA. If I search for JNCIA, 304. So that, that alone tells you that not a lot of people are actually looking for this. Um, let me check out DICE real quick, just to make sure I'm not playing favorites here. CCNA at DICE. Let's see. 879 jobs on DICE. Uh, let me do JNCIA. 34. So th there's, a, there's a huge difference. A huge discrepancy. And that's just because Cisco is known industry-wide for their certifications. If you, it Really, it's just if you know, if you have the CCNA, people believe and trust that you could probably come in and work on a Juniper device. You can learn it real quick. That's just how it is. That's the industry standard. But there were jobs that came up. Like, there were jobs. I've seen job postings where it would say CCNA or JNCIA. Um, so where does this come in for you as you're trying to become a network engineer? I think this is interesting because the CCNA is not cheap, right? It's like $300 to take the exam, not to mention all the things you have to do to study for. You have to pay for a great course, or maybe you don't actually, because I got a free CCNA course right now on YouTube. Check it out, link below. Uh, most of the time you have to pay a lot of money, books, labs, all this kind of, it's crazy, right? Like it's, it hurts you. <laughs> and I, I remember being in that place where I could not afford this stuff. And I'm just like, I, if I failed an exam, it tore my soul apart and I had to keep waiting for the next exam and save up money for it. But Juniper's made it free. So if you're in, in, a, in a tough spot and you're like, I, I want to get my certifications. I don't have any money. Juniper is the way to go right now. Like seriously, get your JNCIA. It's, <laughs> it's legit free. Let me show you real quick. I got a link below. Uh, let me jump over here to my Junos, Junos Genius login. And here's how you get to it. It was kind of weird to find it. So I'm going to walk you through it real quick. Um, I, I got the link below for this. Just click on that, set up an account, and then I'll log in real quick here. I'm going to make this a little bigger so it's more obvious to see things. The way I found this is by going to browse. We'll click on, I believe I went to certification, and then right here, ah, jumped away from me. JNCI Junos. This is one of their, they, they have tracks just like Cisco, like look, JNCI Cloud, uh, JNCI Security, like they have five, uh, tracks for the JNCIA. If I jump into the Junos, which is kind of the CCNA equivalent, I believe, just the routing and switching, but you can't say that anymore because routing and switching died. If I click on that, I can see I've got the uh, Juniper Open Learning Cisco to Juniper. If I click on that, 
Like, let me go back and make sure you saw I clicked on that. I kind of clicked on it pretty fast. This course right here, Juniper Open Learning, Cisco to Juniper. This is all you have to do to get your voucher. First, the first thing you, you have to complete is this guy right here. And it tells you how to get your free voucher. It just says, complete all this curriculum, free training. And if you scroll to the bottom, you've got, looks like you just have one final assessment test for this one. And of course, you have to go through everything as well. But yeah, then you get your, your free voucher for the JNCIA Junos. And this applies to every one of the tracks. So if I go back to, um, let me close this out. Go to certifications. Let's just take the JNCIA security. Let me find that course here. Where is it? Where is it? I mean, is this it? Maybe. Oh, no, here, right here. Juniper Open Learning Security Associate. Open that. Same situation. Read me to learn how to get your voucher. Jump in there. It tells you you'll get that sucker for free, right? It says that, yeah, remotely for free. So you take it through Pearson View remotely at your at your desk where you're at, and you go through and you complete the practice test and then take your final assessment. You get a free voucher. Like, that's killer. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, I know um, Mr. Packet Thrower and uh, Kelvin from my Discord channel uh, server, and I've brought, brought Kelvin and, and Mr. Packet Thrower on the channel before. They both did a challenge where, like, you know what? Let's let's try to complete all five JNCIA tracks in in a week. And was it a week, guys? I don't know. You let, let me know in the chat. And they they did it. Like they, they got all of them in a week because um, it's free. It's free, right? Um, which is kind of amazing. So if if the, I'll say it's it's for it's for you. I'm kind of I need some more coffee. I need to I slow down. This won't slow me down, but it'll stop me from talking for a second. Okay, ready to go. So if CCNA is out of reach for you, Juniper, do that. Seriously, like no doubt. It'll teach you the same technologies. I mean, the, these industry standard technology like Spanning Tree, OSPF, like these, these are all industry standard. Cisco doesn't just use them. These others, other vendors do too. So if you learn it through Juniper or Cisco, it doesn't matter. You will learn Juniper-specific Juniper stuff, commands and how their architecture is. And it's, it's a little bit different. You'll learn that. But the core technologies are still the same. You'll learn networking. The concepts of networking go across to everything in IT. Whether you go to cl cloud or you're working in a, in a virtual machine, networking is still there. So it's kind of amazing it's free. So I would say if, if Cisco's out of reach for you, if you can't afford something or if you're waiting to save up for that next certification, study for Juniper right now. That's so cool. Like that's that's kind of amazing. You don't have to wait for your, your approval from your job to, to pay for your exam or your test. No, Juniper is free. Just go do it. <laughs> like that's so cool um and and even like right now if you have your ccna uh, and you don't know where to go next get your juniper certification i mean as we saw again not a lot of people are looking for jncia certified people but it, it's not going to hurt you to have that on your resume it's not it's not and again freeze free do it add that to your resume you can and there's a whole bunch like there's a more advanced tracks with juniper they have devops stuff similar to cisco's devnet so and they were actually first to the market i believe they have it there it's it's really really cool so let me get to the next question though and that's i mean we kind of already answered it but ccna versus jncia um it's not going to look good as far as like trying to get that first job and and the weight of the ccna versus the jncia like it's there's a huge discrepancy. More people know about Cisco. More people know what the CCNA is. But again, it's free. <laughs> uh, but I think it's weird, though. I I don't know how I feel about 
certifications being free. I, I love that they do this. It's a cool opportunity for people. But I almost think that the certification itself loses value because we're not paying for it. And that might sound weird, right? Like, because I'm, I'm, I quit my job to do free training on YouTube because I believe this kind of stuff should be free. But at the same time, I do believe there should be a barrier to entry because it's, it's kind of like getting a degree. Like a lot of people want you to have a degree, a bachelor's degree, because they know what it takes to get to that point. You have to actually put your money where your mouth is. You have to put the time in. You have to find ways to pay for it. Like you have to, you have to have some grit for it. And I believe the same thing applies to certifications. Uh, you know, it starts low at the CCNA, right? Like you're not paying a ton. Like it's still a lot of money for a lot of people, but it's not like CCIE level money. You're paying $300 along with your training to get that. But we still have that barrier that that you have to really put your money where your mouth is. You have to really put the time in. Whereas Juniper, they made it easy. And I don't know. It feels like it's not as hard. So more people will do it and it becomes saturated. If that makes sense. So I think the CCNA actually holds more value because you have to pay for it, because getting it is harder. And the same thing goes for a CCIE. It's not just attaining the knowledge of the CCIE that's difficult, right? It's the fact that you have to fork over a ton of money each attempt. And it's not, it's not, you have to fly somewhere. You have to go through a grueling process of a, of a lab. I forget how much it is. It's like $1,200, right? Each attempt. That's, that's crazy. But that that's the barrier. And... I think Junos, Juniper has made it a bit too easy. Now, again, I could be, I, I want to be wrong about this. I want the industry to start changing to where this kind of stuff does become, become more free because I think college is a ripoff. If we make these IT certifications, if, if everyone starts to adopt that mentality, that would be amazing, right? Um, I believe this kind of knowledge should be free and the people who uh, spend the time to study for it, to actually to have the grit to get the knowledge should be rewarded for it whether or not they have the money. Uh, that's that's what I love about IT in general because we don't have to spend thousands like thousands and thousands of dollars on traditional education. We can just pick up a certification and study for it. And in a lot of cases, three hundred dollars is a lot. In a lot of cases, paying fifty ducks, uh, fifty ducks, fifty bucks a month for uh, training is a lot. Like it really hurts your wallet, but it's worth it. And then Jay, Juniper does some cool stuff like that. That's amazing. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? Do you think this is worth it? Better question, are you going to go for your, your JNCIA? Like, why not? It's free. And people use Juniper. Like, it's, it's a valuable thing. I'm sure you saw in the chat that people are talking about Juniper and it's a real thing. People use it. And I, I, again, I know, like, you're, a lot of you probably jump on the stream and go, uh, what, is, <laughs> what is Juniper? I have no idea what that is. It's not popular. Uh, and... And just like when you start your IT education, it's not popular. You don't hear about it. Definitely out there in the field. People definitely use it. But how cool is that? So let me know in the chat. Let me know if you're going to go for it. I think it'd be interesting. They actually have a, uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. I'll show it to you. They have a transition to go from CCNA to uh, JNCIA. Because again, there's, there's a ton of overlap. Let me just, I think it's a learning path. Let me jump in there. I think I clicked on the wrong thing. Is it? Yeah, yes. Juniper Open Learning, Cisco to Juniper. Oh, maybe it's the same thing. Yeah, but there's there's not a ton of stuff you have to learn. It's um, again a ton of overlap. 
but yeah, give it a try. Why not? It's a, it's a huge asset to your resume. Um, just even if you already have the CCNA, I think it'd be a cool thing. I see people with Juniper on the resume. I see companies using Juniper, so go for it. Now, um, that's pretty much all I had to say about that because <laughs> I thought it, I thought this was really cool. I've, I've seen people talking about Juniper certifications. And I'm like, yeah, that, it's a neat thing. Not for me because I think CCNA has a ton of value, but then I heard that was it was for free. That's a different story. So I, th- I think it could be, uh, it could go t- one of two ways. It could devalue their certification track even more than it uh, was compared to Cisco, or it could propel them to a really great standing. Because, you know, Cisco's got a great ecosystem, right? They uh, Their certifications are industry standard. And you learn their, like, what, what great marketing that is, right? Like, yeah, their certifications are the best to learn networking. And you're learning how to use their stuff so that when you go to become a network engineer or a network admin at a company, and you're, and a lot of times, even myself, when I've been in a junior role, I've been given uh, the buying power to say, what are we going to buy? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Obviously Cisco, right? Because I know Cisco. I know how to use Cisco. And if I'm going to be the one configuring this, it's going to be Cisco. So Cisco is really smart in having that ecosystem, having the control of the certification. So Juniper is probably trying to get that, that marketability by making their certifications free, getting that knowledge so people could become more familiar with it and want to recommend it to their company. And at the end of the day, I got... I love Cisco to death. I do. You know I do. But they're really expensive. And when I worked for a medium to large size business and we were making buying decisions, like, you know, I'm like, Cisco, Cisco, like in the background. Sometimes it didn't make sense. It was too expensive. There were other vendors who were offering the same thing, sometimes better. And it was going to work better for us. So it's a smart move from Juniper. I think it really is. Anyways, that's all I had to say about that. I'm going to go to answering some questions. Uh, we have three new members from uh, or for the Network Chuck membership here on YouTube. And by the way, I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys. Um, I've got four tiers in my membership. Uh, the first two tiers, you get some benefits. But the, the final two tiers, which I believe is the Network Chuck Army and Beast Mode, You'll get access to all the cool stuff you get on YouTube, but I'm also giving you This Is IT access as well. So you'll be able to access my training, David Bomble's training that we're putting on This Is IT. So check it out. It's pretty cool. And that's the sponsor of today's video, by the way. Um, anyways, uh, let me go check the chat here. I want to try and pull up a few questions here. Oh, my chat wasn't pulling in on my other screen. Oh, well. Thank you, Nicholas Tavares, for the cool super sticker. I wish I could throw it up there, but I can't. Um, Aaron Shannon says, do we need to learn Juniper right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, a, that's the one thing I'll say. No, it's, it's, you don't need to know it right now. Um, definitely helpful. Again, knowledge, free knowledge is knowledge. <laughs> I, I would wager that the stuff you'd probably learn in your Juniper free courses here on their site would probably rival what you'd probably pick up in a, a college class. So knowledge is knowledge, man. Uh, Wellis and Tome, I've just gotten the transmission. Is it true? Yes, it is true. You can get it for free. Free certifications. Go for it. Let's see. I'm studying Cisco Packet Tracer and GNS3 in college. What should I study with you? Packet Tracer. GNS3 is too complicated for CCNA. 
You start out with Packet Tracer. <laughs> uh, John Hellig, um, one of my members, I think I said your name right. Thank you for being a member, John. Um, said, I worked at an ISP. We used Junipers, and I never touched one. Need to learn ASAP. Well, again, you're golden because their training's for free. Isn't that great? Like, another reason for a company to buy Juniper, right? Like, they can, if they have existing staff that knows Cisco, like, okay, we're going to have to migrate to Juniper. We're going to have to also buy training for our staff to learn Juniper. What a, what a pain. No, no. There's Juniper training for free. You don't have to reimburse them for certifications. That's free. It's just another upsell. It's crazy cool. I hope it actually makes them better. I hope it makes them more adoptable because I think that's a cool move. I'm like, I'm like, shoot, I'm thinking about changing teams because that's a cool thing. George Manley, thank you for upgrading to the Network Chuck Army because that does give you access to this as IT. You're supporting myself and David Bomble and our mission to bring free IT training to the people. And that's why you know I'm kind of like Team Juniper right now. Uh, NetTech said, is Juniper same with CCNA Cisco? Yes, yeah, so Juniper is equivalent to CCNA, or equivalent to the CCNA is the JNCIA. And yeah, same thing. They have different tracks like Cisco does, well, like Cisco did. So they have the JNCIA security, cloud, all that fun stuff. You can check it out. Um, Hathor the Tech Goddess says, uh, should I study for the JNCIA? when I want to obtain a security plus cert. Um, again, you get, you'll get you I'm a broken record when I say this. IT certifications, when you're trying to land a job, so when you're when you're trying to get that those letters to put on your resume to make you more attractive to possible opportunities, uh, it only matters to how marketable those certifications are. So CCNA is golden because so many people look for that as a standard, like, okay, do you know networking? I have the CCNA. Oh, well, then you know networking, or at least you <laughs> you uh, tested on it and you passed the test, which in a lot of cases is good. <laughs> Some cases it's not, and I'll be honest with that. Uh, the Juniper situation, again, if an HR person got your resume and they saw JNCIA on it, they will go, well, the job request said CCNA. I don't know what JNCIA is. I'm just an HR person. They they probably wouldn't recognize that. Now, if a regular IT person were like, oh, JNCIA, let me look this up. Oh, Juniper. Oh, well, they're equivalent. Let me look up the JNCIA. Oh, okay. They, they teach the same thing as a CCNA. That would be fine. But who's going to do that? No one's going to look that up. No one's going to go through that process. So it's all about marketability. So to answer your question, long uh, answer to your short question, uh, I would say Security Plus because it's more marketable. It just is. Uh, JNCIA right now is kind of a fun cert to have because it's free. Um, again, if like, and this is a golden opportunity for you if your company has Juniper equipment and maybe you're on the help desk. Like, maybe you're on the help desk and you don't know what your company has. Find out because if you find out they have Juniper stuff, dude, jump on that. Jump on the opportunity because you can just simply. Go sign up for a free account. You got free testing, free free resources. Get a Juniper certification. Show your boss, show your uppers that, hey, I'm I'm ready. I'm going to configure this Juniper stuff. Let me know. That's an opportunity. Or maybe you're you're looking for jobs in the area. You're looking for network engineer jobs, network admin jobs. And you see that a few of them are, don't mind if you have your JNCIA or CCNA or a higher level, uh, you know, the, the, the professional level. So, yeah, dude, so much opportunity there. 
um, Epic Games HD. Thank you for the super chat. So I can pull the chats here. I don't know why they're not pulling in. That's really annoying. I'm gonna try and fix it real quick. Live troubleshooting. It would help if I had it on. That's probably what the problem was. Anyways, uh, let me check it real quick. So Epic Games, HD. Currently a knock with a CCNA and an A+. Any tips on what my next networking job should be? Also went to technical school, no college. So you're currently in a knock. You have your CCNA, you have your A+. What should your next networking job be? I would get to, like this is what I'm serious. This is the best environment. Like if I had to go back into the field, this is what I would go to. A medium to large size business. You have the most fun there. You just do. I had the most fun. These these companies have, uh, and this is, this is the type of company you want where it's big enough to where you're working with Cisco equipment, Juniper equipment. Like you're buying some serious stuff for your company, but you're not restricted on what your access is. You get to a large company and you come in as a network engineer, your only job is a network engineer. Or maybe your only job is routing and switching, like that you're just, you're siloed. And that happened to me when I moved to a larger company. I'm like, ah, oh, this is very restricting and confining. I don't like this because my previous company, I was the Cisco guy, Cisco voice guy, I was also a domain admin, managing Windows servers, doing VMware stuff. Basically, if it was IT <laughs> uh, and it buzzed and had a fan, like I, I would fix it. Like it was everything, everything, and that was fun. That's a fun environment. Uh, so that's what I'll go to. That's where you'll, you'll learn the most. Drinking from a fire hose situation, but if you find a company like that, they're normally easier to get started in, get a foothold in, get in the door. And you learn so much and you have the most fun, trust me. At, at a point in your career, you'll want to move sometimes, I don't, depending on where you want to go. You'll want to move into a role where it's larger, a larger company. And usually you'll make more money in that role and have um, less stress. And that's, that's a great situation to be in. Seriously, that, that's good. But initially when you're starting out, look for a medium to large size business or the other option. And these guys are always looking for people, good people, is an MSP, a managed service provider. These are companies who not only manage their own IT, but manage other companies' IT. That's their that's the business of it. So a small company might contract out their IT work. Instead of paying dedicated staff, they would contract it out to an MSP, and the MSP handles it. I know a lot of data centers kind of do that uh, as well. They have their data center stuff, and they manage their customer stuff, and they also do MSP work. So it might be an easy transition for you, or an easier transition. That was not for me. I tried that out. I didn't like it. Too much travel. Uh, but for a lot of people, it's it's amazing. It's a great start. Drinking from the fire hose situation, you'll learn you'll learn a ton of stuff, just a ton of stuff, uh, very quickly. And it can be stressful at first, but totally worth it. Anyways, Epic Games, thank you for the super chat. Hope that answered your question. All right, my chats are coming in now. Perfect. Kevtech IT support. Let me get your name up in lights. Let me see if this will work now. Yeah, there it is. Okay. I think that worked. Okay, cool. Um, keep me making those free CCNA courses. It's helping everyone. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. It's, um, it's something I've always wanted to do is put on free IT training courses. I'm hoping I can get more people to do it with me. And actually, I haven't officially announced this yet or really have a, a system to, to vet people, but if you are thinking about becoming a instructor, or you want to give back to the community in any way, let me know. 
uh, either just send me a reply to me on Twitter or something, or send me an email. You can find my email somewhere if you're really serious. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna test out your hand at making training content, are you a blogger? Are you good at making labs? Are you are you trying to make video content? Let me know. Uh, obviously, I want to come in with some knowledge uh, that you can offer people, and we'll see what we can do. But yeah, I'm trying to encourage people to do this more often because Juniper's killing it. I love that. I think we can make this kind of type of training more freely available. Um, anyways, Kevtech, thank you for the uh, super chat. I think I missed another one somewhere. Daniel Eckengels, uh, thank you for the super sticker. Uh, that's These things are weird, but I like them. <laughs> oh, I missed one from Raul. Let me uh, grab Raul's stuff and put him up there. Raul, you are on. Let's see. I'm overwhelmed, to be honest, uh, and thank you, Raul, for the super chat. Uh, having a hard time starting to study my CCNA, I really want, I really want it. Just overwhelmed. Any tips? Thanks for reading this. Of course, uh, Raul. I know where you're at. I've been there. I'm assuming that maybe you have you're you're working a full time job and you're trying to manage studying for the CCNA, and especially if you're working at an IT job right now, uh, and and maybe you're not doing CCNA stuff. Maybe you're on a help desk. It's hard when you're dealing with technical issues all day. Like, my printer's not working. Hey, my password needs to be... Like, all these annoying things you work with. Hey, the... So many stupid things, right? When you're working in IT all day, the last thing you want to do is get home and study more IT. Now, sometimes you do. Like, sometimes I could not get... I could not wait to get home to crack open my book, fire up my router, or, you know, fire up Packet Tracer, GNS3, whatever, and get to work. A lot of days didn't work out, right? You're driving home. Your commute sucks. <laughs> your commute sometimes murders your 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 motivation. Sometimes you're like, okay, logging out of my computer, getting my stuff ready. I'm gonna get home. I'm gonna study for two hours. By the time your commute's over, you're already thinking about dinner. You're like, yeah, mm, I can skip today. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just gonna. Netflix is on tonight. You know, it's always on. We're gonna watch Netflix tonight. So it's rough. I know. So there's two things I would do. One is really really figure out your why like figure that sucker out i, I got a bird it's like chirping it's driving me crazy uh, his name's kevin number two because we killed kevin number one um, anyways that's a long story sorry i got distracted uh so yeah i would find figure out your why and make it a good why why are you getting your ccna is it to get that next job is it to um make more money for your family like whatever that goal is is it just to get a nice car like dude like you know i, I interviewed um uh, uh uh, Ernest, the the uh, Cisco Panther, his big thing was obviously to support his family, but he wanted a, a Mercedes. Like he had a Mercedes background on his on his uh, desktop, and that motivated him, right? And now you look at Ernest, and uh, he did this like within a year. He got a CCNA, CCMP. He bought that Mercedes. He's killing it. Like he got it. So fi- find your why. Identify that why. Make it part of your daily routine to remind yourself of that why. If it's your kids, man. Gosh, just, I mean, just look at him and go, kid, ah, help me. <laughs> you know, just remember what you're doing it for. And number two is, uh, and there's a million tips, but this is the second thing I, I would, actually, I want to I make it three. Two is define a time and place for you to study. Motivation really comes down to, um, motivation's a hard thing to play with because motivation comes and goes. Sometimes it's up to here. Sometimes you got nothing, right? Like it sucks. You don't want to play with that. You want to you want to remove that variable as much as you can. So define a time and a place where you don't have to think about it. It just becomes automatic. So let's say you set up to where when you get home, 
you have a place in your house, whether it's in a dedicated office or maybe it's a bar stool at your, your, in your kitchen or whatever, it's space. And you say, like, call your wife, your significant other, and say, hey, can you have my space set up when I get home so that when I walk in, I beeline to that and I walk, I walk in, I sit down, and I just do it. Make a covenant with your, your people and your family saying, okay, I have to study when I get home. Make sure I'm not distracted. Like, I, I'm going to give in. <laughs> like, if you tell me, like, let's go hang out, I'm going to do it. Make, have a covenant with your people. Tell them to make sure, make, make me study, please. And then when you walk into the door, you've got that environment. Get your environment set. The book's already there. The computer's already there. The environment's already there. There's no, you don't have to, like, make any guesswork about your brain. You don't have to make a decision. It's just there. You just do it. Make that happen. Number three, and this, I use this, I use this today. I use it every single day. The Pomodoro Method. If you don't know what that is, find out. It's where you study for 25 minutes, 25 minutes, and you only study. Focused. Attention. You don't do anything. Your kid's like, hey, you're like, nope, nope. I'll see you in 25 minutes. I'm I'm studying right now. Nothing else can distract me. 25 minutes. And then when your 25 minutes is up, well, then you can walk over there and talk to your kid. (laughs) You can go talk to your wife or your husband or whatever. Uh, And that would be a five-minute break. But then you come back. Set that timer, 25 minutes, focus time again. Why do you do that? Well, it helps the distractions, obviously. But the second biggest reason that helps so much is that it's easier to say, oh, I can just take, I can, like anybody can study for 25 minutes, right? Like we, sometimes we approach our study time like, oh, um, I'm going to study for three hours tonight. And then you get home, you're like, I don't have the energy to study for three hours. I'll just wait till tomorrow. That's what I'll do. No, it's, it's easier, easier to go, okay, I have my goal today. Just get 25 minutes of studying done. That's it, just 25 minutes. And I can say I studied today. That's easier to manage. And often, what often happens, what do you think happens, right? Often, you do 25 minutes and it builds up into another Pomodoro. Like, I can't tell you how many times like I set my timer for 25 minutes and I'm labbing away, just going crazy. And I'm like, oh crap, time's already up. Um... Reset, 25 minutes, let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm in this. That's what happens. It just takes a bit to get started. So doing those little hacks, because like you got to hack this thing, man. It's just a bunch of chemicals. It's just a bunch of soup up there. Uh, caffeine, adrenaline, there's all kinds of things going on up there. You got to hack it. You got to hack your brain. You got you to gotta make that routine work for you. So that's what I would do. Um, and you said you were overwhelmed. Doing those things will help with you being overwhelmed. And, so, and sometimes it might just come down to Maybe you're doing too much. Maybe you're studying too much and you're burnt out. Take a break. No shame in that. Take a week off. I know we have a hustle culture, right? Like get that certification, study every day, eight hours a day. Let's do that. That worked for some people. Sure. Some people are crazy. (laughs) Uh, That didn't work for me. Sometimes I'd be studying too much and I had to take a week off and that was fine. It's fine. You got to work for what uh, you got to do what works for you. So Raul, thank you again for the super chat. I hope that helped out. Uh, let me see if I got any more super chats here. Don't want to miss anything. I think I may have missed a few, so I want to see if I can refresh my other screen here. Man, coffee's good tonight. By the way, have you seen my coffee? Networkchuck.coffee. I'm drinking some Ethiopia right now. Okay, we got a super chat from a $15 bill asking me about things I don't know, but I'm going to try and answer anyway. Sending that to the live stream. So $15 bill says, when is your CCNA, my free CCNA course, going to be fully completed? I don't know. I'll be honest with you, I don't know. This is a a kind of a passion project for me to where 
I'm going to do my best to make it the, the best thing I can make. Um, I'm putting out one a week publicly on YouTube. I'm going to be banking them up a lot. So as I get a good routine going, as I figure out kind of my vision for it, because for me, it's a creative process. So I'm going to figure out my vision for it. And I have a lot banked up and that's going to be going on. This is IT immediately. So if you want, you know, advanced access to my CCNA course, that's where you'll want to go. I'll be putting probably, I'm not making promises here, but I'll probably be adding five to six videos a week on this is IT. And then one will be going live on YouTube each week. Uh, I'm doing that because not every one of you are here to watch my CCNA content. So I don't want to overwhelm you with like, here's another CCNA video. Here's the, like, that, that would be so annoying if you weren't going for CCNA. So I, I don't want to kill people with that. But anyways, to, uh, to not answer your question, I don't know. <laughs> um, got another super chat from Maxwell Simpson. Thank you, Maxwell. I'm going to throw this up here and send it up right now. And I lost it there. Okay. Uh, Maxwell says, best career advice for someone that will be completing their master's in cybersecurity, which is amazing, congrats, but does not have any real-world experience in the IT world. So that's that's interesting because having a master's degree is pretty advanced before you jump into um, like your first IT job. So that's pretty advanced. Um, I've seen situations where people who have advanced degrees can kind of skip the line a bit, skip the line and jump straight into a network engineer role or a cybersecurity role. Like that, that can happen. So I would lean on that degree. Um, it might end up that you'll have trouble because again, experience is king. I don't care how many certifications you have or how many, how much college education you have. Uh, experience is the biggest thing in the world. So don't shoot too high. Don't try to find that like I would advise you to apply for those those high level jobs. And I say high, like I mean like a network admin job, maybe looking for three to four years experience. Don't be afraid to look for that job. Don't be afraid to look for the SOX job, the security operations center jobs. Uh, but it might end up being that you have to settle for a, a help desk help desk job. And um, and I say settle. I'm like help desk jobs can pay a lot. Like they can. I started out making like 29000 a year, um, but that's because I had nothing. I was going from plumbing to, um, and I wasn't a plumber. I was selling plumbing supplies. I wasn't even good with my hands with plumbing. Uh, I went to that. So with a master's degree, you could probably demand 50000 a year on help desk. I've seen that happen. Entry level, that's what you make. And that's that's a good that's a good salary anywhere you go, right? Like that's great. So yeah, you might have to start out help desk, entry level, but with your degree and your hustle, you'll go very high, very fast. So aim for those higher level jobs, but don't wait for them. If you find a help desk job, jump on that because you need to start banking up that experience. That's what I would do. Hope that answers your question. Got another super chat from Solomon or Solomon. I might be saying your name wrong. I'm sorry. I'm gonna throw it up here real quick. There it is. Solomon says, I have CEH, not the best, but something. Four years experience as IT support. Uh, what do you recommend to find a job as uh, a security, I, I'm assuming admin or a pen tester or something. So that that's interesting. That, that's a good feedback uh, for me at least because I'm, I'm going for my CEH right now, which if you don't know what that is, it's the Certified Ethical Hacker Certification. It basically teaches you how to be a hacker from the ethical viewpoint, meaning you're not hacking for bad, you're hacking for good, you're hacking with company's permission. Um, he has four years experience as IT support, which is that's, that's golden. That's awesome. 
what do you recommend to find a job as security? Well, the first thing I would do is look for opportunities in your current company. I don't know what the hierarchy is like. I don't know how big your company is and if there's any opportunity above where you are. First place I would look is that. So go talk to your manager and say, hey, manager, here's my goals. Like be, be like, go, go to them and, and lay out your plan. Like be honest. Say, I don't want to do this for, like and this is, everyone do this please. Talk with your manager or whoever will care to listen. Say, I don't, I love my job, but I'm ambitious. I want to go high. Here's my plan. I'm going to I'm going to move up in my career. Is there opportunity here for me? Can I become the network admin? Can I become the security admin? Can I work on the firewalls? Can I can I do something? Uh, there may there may not be a job opening, and that's fine. But get yourself ready. They may invent a job for you, but just because you're hungry and, and they know how passionate you are. Most of the time, like when I when I was trying to look for people on the help desk to move up. We wouldn't give them, you know, the title of becoming a network engineer or a security engineer, but we would give them give them tasks as a help desk person. Like, okay, we're not promoting you, but you're interested in this, so let me let me give you something to do. That's above and beyond what you're currently doing. So, seek seek um, extra tasks, seek extra responsibility. That's in the security realm on your team. Identify with your manager what you want to do and ask for a plan. Like, how can I become? How can I move up? Help me with that. That's my plan. And if they say there's not opportunity or we're not going to help you, then start looking. Like you got to start looking, right? It might be a lateral move. You got to be real with that too. It might be just moving to another help desk position and another IT support position, knowing that there's movement, there's vertical opportunity there. So that's that's what I would do. You've got the CEH, which is fantastic. Um, that's on par. Um, it's in my book, it's better than the security plus, but a lot of people don't hold the CEH to a high standard, especially, you know, professional pen testers and such, but it's still a great certification that satisfies the DOD compliance. Um, so it's, it's solid. It teaches you a lot of great security concepts. You learn the mentality of a hacker. I'm going through it right now and I think it's great. Um, that's what I would do. Now you, you already have the experience under your belt. So I would keep moving on. Like maybe it depends on what you want to be, right? Do you want to be just a security admin? So you want to maybe manage a company security from the sysadmin perspective? Well, get some sysadmin security certifications. Security Plus would be great. Um, getting some like networking security certifications, maybe going for the CCMP security or, um, gosh, what are some other ones I can't even think right now? Um, maybe cloud stuff, cloud security. Like there, there's a lot of options there. But if you want to become like a pen tester and focus on that, yeah, you, you would need to go down the path of... Uh, Maybe the OSCP, the Offensive Security Certified Professional, I think. Yeah, that one is highly regarded. So I would check that one out. Anyways, hope I answered your question, Solomon. Um, good luck on that. Let's see if I have any more super chats real quick. And then I'm probably going to call it a night. Oh, we do. We do. Got one from my boy, Kelvin, who did attain all five JNCIAs uh, just for funsies because it was free. Thank you for the super chat. He says more JNCIA. Yeah, dude. I want to see all of you get a Juniper certification. Now, again, I'm not saying like get Juniper right now. As someone asked before, don't do that. Relax. If you, if again, you, you have a finite amount of time and energy right now. So don't take this as me saying, Chuck said I need to get Juniper because it's free. I need to jump on this. Like, don't take that as me saying that. I would rather you pay the money and, and, and it's expensive. I get that to get a CCNA because it's more valuable for your career. 
I'd rather you pay the money to get that next advanced certification because it adds more value to, value to your career. If you're at a point in your career where you're like, I'm, I'm loving my job. I just want to do something fun. I want to get the next certification. Yeah, do it. Challenge yourself. Get the JNCIA. Why not? But don't overwhelm yourself. Do not overwhelm yourself. Please don't do that. Uh, we got another one from Junior Matthias. Now, you, you gave me a super sticker. The chicken gave him the thumbs up. Thank you, Junior. Um, we got one from Chris Randall. I'm going to throw it up here real quick. Thank you, Chris, for the super chat. And I want to thank you, Kelvin, again, for the super chat. In case I didn't say that. Oh, I missed Matt's real quick. Sorry, Chris. I'll get to yours here in a second. I'll throw that up there. Thank you, Matt, for the super chat. Should I leave my current job despite how happy I am right now where I'm at? It's a tough question. Circumstances have changed, and I don't make nearly enough anymore. Mm, that's good. So IT is fun and amazing, and this was me. Honestly, this was me. I was in a job where, dude, I was having a blast. Uh, I was making good money, good enough for where I was at, my level. I was ambitious and hungry. And I knew that my experience and, and, and uh, the certifications I had demanded a bigger salary. I was getting calls every day. I was in high demand. But my company was amazing. I was appreciated. Everybody knew my name. Um, I knew everyone, hung out with everyone, played ping pong in the break room. Like, it was, it was fun. Like, I had fun. I felt like I was – it wasn't work to me. It, was, it wasn't work. I often think about that. I do. But I'm glad I left because uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of opportunity out there. I, I've said it before on the stream every Monday when I talk about this. There is a lot. You, you'll, you won't make a lot of money if you rely on those incremental raises at the company you're at. You're going to have to make some movements. You'll have to change careers. You'll have to change uh, jobs. And that's painful. That's the price you pay is you lose relationships. You lose comfort. And you have to embrace the change. And it's not easy, but that's, that's what, like, you don't get any reward without risk. And it's scary too. Like you're, it's scary working, uh, walking up to a new job. You've been so comfortable so long at your current job and you know how to do everything. You're familiar with everything. So like you come and it's almost on autopilot, right? Sure. You have your challenges, but you know how to do it. Walking into a new job, terrifying, terrifying, right? Cause you have to learn everything new again. You have that imposter syndrome always there thinking like, oh man, they're going to figure out, I don't actually know what I'm doing. The last company was a fluke. I had them all fooled. This new one, I'm not going to be able to fool them. That fear was with me every time I made a job change. Of course, it's, it's stupid. Not true at all. You have, you have the skills to learn. You have, the, you have the skills you've built up managing IT. You, you don't realize how skilled you are. So to answer your question, um, I, I'll answer it like this. I could be making a lot more money than I'm making right now. I could. If I would have stayed in the field, if I would have stayed working for CBT Nuggets, uh, I would be making a lot more money now. Um, but I chose happiness over that. I chose more of a, um, and not just happiness either. I chose joy. I chose uh, more of what I believe in, a mission I want to accomplish. That's what it comes down to. So you have to ask yourself, what's my mission? What's my mission right now? What's my goal? What's my why? Have you already reached your why? Are you providing for your family? Are you happy? Then maybe you don't need that stress. 
Maybe you have good working hours. You can come home to your kids. You can hang out with your kids. You can hang out with your friends. Moving that to that next job might provide some serious instability for you. So think about that. But if money is becoming a, a stress for you, because you, you mentioned that there's been a change maybe and, and you're making less. Tough decision, tough decision. But I can tell you this, there's always, uh, it's always scary, but there is a lot of reward when you, when you take that risk. But there's also stress. Like I've made changes to where it was really stressful and I, I was very grateful that I was able to go back to my previous job, <laughs> which is funny, uh, but they, they took me back. So be ready for that too. But yeah, it's scary, but you, you can make it. And thanks again for the super chat. Um, so I got Chris Randall. I'm gonna see if I can throw him up real quick. I can't find him every time I look for him. Okay, let, me, let me try this. Chris, I'm gonna find you, buddy. Aha, there you are. All right, coming in hot. Chris, thank you for the super chat. Said, so would me having upper management experience, eight plus years, help me get hired if I'm getting my CCNA with no IT experience or a degree in IT? I'm under 30. Dang, dude, you got eight years of upper management experience and you're under 30? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, any amount of experience in IT is going to help you. Because um, what people don't realize is the, the X factor skills, right? Your, your customer service experience, your, your ability to deal with people, your ability to deal with upper management is huge. I've seen, like, I've worked with people who are scary, like ridiculously stupid smart, but their social ability, their social skills were like nothing, zero, and they never went anywhere. People with half their skill, which is me, this guy, but could talk to people, could actually interface with management, could help people through their problems and can talk. I went further than that guy, and it wasn't because I was smarter than he is. It's because I had the X factor of having those skills, having worked at Starbucks, having worked at Wendy's, having sold toilets to people, like those things, those skills built on to make me a really great IT engineer. Same goes for you. You, those skills you learned as eight years of management, yeah, they will help you get hired. Now, there will be a, a, bit, of a, a bit of friction initially as you're trying to find that first job because they're like, okay, this guy has like a lot of management experience, but he is trying to get started in IT and he's got his CCNA and that's weird. Like, I don't know how to hire, I don't know where to put this guy. He doesn't fit into my box on how I'm going to hire him. So there'll be initial friction on that. Uh, but that's where like when I did my LinkedIn reviews, that's your chance to, when you, when you describe yourself and you're about me, that's where you can tell a story, tell a story about what you want. Say, I've got all this experience and this is what it's going to do in my next role. Now, you're under 30. I don't know what your situation is financially and if you have a family, you have to support everything. But oftentimes when you're making a job change, you're making a switch, it involves a little bit of pay cut to get into IT. You can recoup that really quickly because IT is amazing. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, it'll definitely help you. The, the experience will definitely help you get that, uh, that first job. I mean, eight years of experience is more viable than a degree, even if you're not in IT. Because like, people, again, like people can get into IT with a degree if their degree's in fabric softener, I don't know, like something like political science. Like it doesn't matter. They just want that degree checkbox sometimes. So your experience checks that box. It does. Um, my kids are having a cow. Can y'all hear that? Hopefully you can't hear that. They're screaming at each other. Um, 
But yeah, it's gonna be rough getting that first job, I think, just because of the the, the story you have to tell. But it might it might not be so bad. But yeah, it's gonna help you, no doubt. And I hope that answers your question. Thanks, Chris, for the uh, super chat. Let me see if I have any more coming in. Show enough. Here they are. Let's get this. Wow, you guys are really okay. You guys are crazy. Okay, here we go. Let's get this party rolling. Actually, I need some water. Get a little dehydrating me. Okay. What was I doing? Here we go. Snuffleupagus. Thank you for the super chat. I'm going to put it up here. Would the 1921 routers and a 3750 version 2 switches be okay for the CCNA? I also might get USG for two lands. Main land uh, uh, Ethernet? Uh, then second land being my lab to not interfere with the main Wi-Fi everyone uses. So what you're describing is actually what I have in my internet, my, my network right now. Um, well, kind of. I've got uh, a full Unify setup with the, uh, not a USG, I've got a Dream Machine Pro, which is amazing. And I also got a Cisco network live right now. But yeah, 1921 is fine for CCNA. Um, 3750, great. That's what's great about the CCNA is you don't really need too much as far as hardware goes, because they're not looking for like super advanced iOS or anything. Uh, but as much as I love messing with physical equipment, like I love having my stuff, you don't need it. So if you find that they're lacking, don't worry about it too much. Packet Tracer has it all. Packet Tracer has everything. But yeah, you, what you have is more than enough. Um, but yeah, you, you can uh, put them on, like you can set up a, a separate VLAN and the uh, USG and have your Cisco network on a separate network and not have them interfere. You can have it segregated. That's fine. That'll work. I've done that many, many times. And again, it's Jeremy Chara always says this. Set up your Cisco gear as your home network. No better learning experience than to have to set it up in your home network. And guess what happens? You're just starting out and it breaks because <laughs> you're just starting out, right? And you have to troubleshoot. And nothing teaches you more than trying to fix things. It just That's just how it works. All right. Moving on, and thank you again, Snuffleupagus, for the super chat. Got a super chat from, oh, where'd it go? Jonah. I'm going to try to find you, Jonah. There he is. Jonah. I have the old C-Cent. I miss, do you guys miss the old Cisco certifications? Like, it's it, it hasn't been that long, but I miss them. I miss the CCNA collaboration, the CCNA security. I miss all those things, and the C-Cent. What a great entry-level cert. I have the old C-Cent. My company currently has all Aruba HPE switches. Uh, trying to figure out whether to go for Aruba ASC. I don't even know what that is, but I'm, it's an Aruba certification or get my CCNA. So you got your CCNA. So you have the base level foundation of, of understanding. I forget what CCNA had, but like layer one, layer two, maybe not too heavy on routing, but you, you, you learn subnetting there and stuff. So you understand networking to a degree, not like layer uh, layer three stuff. However, you want to know where, where should you go next? Hmm. It's a tough one because if your company has Aruba and HPE, I would have a conversation with them. I would. You have to look at it from two perspectives. Uh, are you looking to make yourself more valuable to someone else or to them? If you care about someone else, CCNA. That will give you more value. CSENT is gone. Um, sure, it's going to show up on a few job searches, but even by itself, it didn't hold a lot of weight. So CCNA, you want to have that. 
But if you're trying to impress your current company, if you're trying to move up and get that experience and move into an admin role on the network side, ask them what they want. Say, hey, dude, I'm Jonah. I'm passionate. I'm hungry. I'm about to get me a certification. I'm going to get it. I'm getting it tomorrow. Fast. I'm getting it. Tell me what you want me to have. What will be an asset to your company? How can I help you guys? And they'll tell you. It might be CCNA. It might be Aruba. You never know. But the, the best thing you can do right now for your career is to become a better asset to your current company. And that gives you upward mobility. And then you can take those skills and move them somewhere else. Maybe you, you, get, you become an admin, you get all this Aruba experience, and then maybe you want to get your CCNA afterwards. But you want to get into those higher level experiences, the admin experiences, because that's way more valuable to you. Hope that answers your question. So we got a super chat from Keegan. Let's see here, let me throw it up here. Thank you, Keegan, for the super chat. Oh, I missed your super chat from earlier. I'm sorry. I don't know what you asked. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. I I don't. Mm, I don't see it anywhere, Keegan. I'm sorry. I will try to find it later. Sorry, Keegan. <laughs> um, Mr. William Murray coming in hot with a super chat. Thank you, William. You're always here, and I appreciate you, sir. He says Juniper is fun. There's Juniper Virtual Labs for hands-on practice free as well. Great video. Thank you, William. And that's that's amazing, right? Like another battle with Cisco is not only having to find the material to learn and pay for the certifications, but you also have to pay for the labs. Now, I know they have Packet Tracer, which is free. Um, but as you go higher, when you have to deal with switches in a, in a greater detail, Packet Tracer doesn't cut it because they don't handle switch stacking and all those advanced features that you have to look at. So you have to go buy them or buy viral, which is 200 bucks a year. And you have to have the hardware to run that. So yeah, Juniper has free labs. Again, Juniper, mad respect for you guys. That's amazing. So Mr. William Murray, I know you are a, you're, you're a Juniper guy, right? Like I, I assume that. So yeah, he's a big fan. Thank you. Junior Matthias, thank you for the Peacock super sticker. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, we got another one from Giddies. I'm going to throw this up here real quick. Um, Giddy says, made a lateral move from network engineering to network security to work on Palo Alto firewalls. Love Palo Alto. So clean. At a large Fortune 100 in Ohio, any tips to relocate to Dallas in the next year for similar roles? I can tell you this. Um, I don't know if Palo Alto is headquartered here, but I know I, I used to pass one of their corporate offices every day on the way to work. Uh, we had a Palo Alto in our, we had Palo Altos everywhere in my last company I actually worked on in the field. They're amazing, and they're everywhere in Dallas. So my advice for you would be to make sure your resume is on point. Watch my LinkedIn live stream, the last one we did. Get your LinkedIn perfect and put on there that you're looking to relocate. Put on there that you're looking to relocate to Dallas. I would do that. And then get your job searches going. LinkedIn has that job search function where you can say, I'm looking for anything with the keyword, you know, PCNA or whatever their certification is, Palo Alto, engineer, whatever. Have an alert. Every morning, check those alerts. Look on, Link look on LinkedIn, look on Indeed. Be ready for it. Apply it for everything you see. And um, what I would also do is just network. Network with people. Palo we're, there are people in the Dallas area looking for people with Palo Alto skills every single day. Extremely valuable. So that, that's what I would do. Um, and yeah, I don't think relocating is that big of a deal. If, if you're already in the U.S., they don't care. Um if you're looking for re relocation assistance, be upfront about that. They'll definitely like 
they don't want to think, oh, this, we're going to have to pay for this guy to relocate. I'd rather have someone close by. So be transparent about that. The good news is that a lot of people are already interviewing remotely, right? So most of the time, that would have been a, a huge barrier for you. If you couldn't, you know, drive up the next day or, you know, whatever and show up for the interview, that would be a, oh, the, this guy's in Ohio. Why, why would we hire this guy? But remote interviews, that could work out. So that's what I would do. Hope that answers your question. <laughs> we got, <laughs> got Mr. Heckhole here. I appreciate the clean speech, sir. Um, thank you for the super chat. I'm a 15-year-old aspiring to be a network engineer. A lot of 15-year-olds coming up and wanting to be network engineers. Love that. Any tips to prepare myself? Also, love your content. Thank you, Mr. Heckhole. Uh, <laughs> um, I would say, okay, I'm a little torn right now because I think you, you're in a great place. You, you have a great mindset. And I'm trying to put myself in your shoes of me being a 15-year-old again back in high school. I, I want to say this. You're only in high school once, so enjoy that, even if you're currently being quarantined or whatever enjoy your experience now don't spend too much on like because studying studying for these certifications and, and becoming an engineer is not easy it takes a lot of time so you have to have a big why you're 15 years old dude play some video games enjoy your life right now um you got time you've got time now again on the, on the flip side if you're like i'm bored to death i i i just want to get my career started Let's do that. Let's do that. It's, it's all about your mindset and what your why is. If your why is that you want to you wanna skip the whole college thing, you want to graduate from college or, or high school early, you want to just leave this, this kitty stuff behind, you want to get into a career as fast as possible, dude, start studying now. Do what Michael Hilton did. Michael Hilton's, what, 16 now, and now he's studying for his CCIE. He got his CCNA. He got his CCMP. Dude's a beast. You can be like him. So I would pick up. If you're just starting out now and you want to be a network engineer, make sure you understand computers, first of all. Start with that. You don't want to be the guy who shows up and like, oh, I, I can work on routers, but like I can't fix a computer. You don't want to be that person because most of the time you're going to start out on a help desk. So this is what I would do right now if you're serious, if you're really serious. Get your A+. Get that sucker. And then right now, find is your first job. Find a computer repair shop. It could be local in your town. It could be anywhere. Find a job working with computers. Get some hands-on experience. Start right now. Do not wait. Do not wait for anything. Get that experience. So the second thing I would do, or I guess that's third, so get your A+, get experience. Third, and that's, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have not wasted time on working at Taco Bell. I did. Jack in the Box, I did. Uh, <laughs> movie theaters. I, I, I wish I would have not wasted my time and realized that I could have been applying at these computer shops. Like my brother-in-law, Nathan, I thought he was so cool because he was 15 and he was working for this computer repair place. I'm like, how are you? And he was making 15 bucks an hour. I was over here making like five, 15 an hour. I'm like, what, <laughs> what am I doing wrong? So you can do that. Uh, third thing I would do is start investing in the community right now. And what I mean is, um, get that Twitter account set, start following all the right people. Follow me, go follow you. I'll follow all the, uh, people in the networking community. So Daniel Dib. Um, uh, lab every day, um, follow IT career questions, like follow all these people and get involved, uh, get involved in my discord server. So I've got a discord server. There's a link below link in the chat, get involved there. Do not be afraid to ask for help. People will help you, um, start offering help in turn. Um, just engage in the community. You'll be amazed at the opportunities you'll find just by engaging. 
So 15 years old, man, again, life is short, so enjoy your life right now. But if you're, if you're already hungry and you're already ready to go, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. At 15, dude, golly, if I would have had that mindset when I was 15, ah, it's so, so dumb. <laughs> you can get your CCNA at 15 from a high school uh, program right now. It's so, never had that. Mr. Charles Russian, thank you for the super chat. Make sure I'm still live. I never know. I'm looking at my stuff. Charles, thank you. I am working on my cyber officer at the moment, but not really sure what to work on next. And I want to be a white hat hacker. So cyber ops, good certification, gives you some good stuff. If you want to be a white hat hacker, I would jump right into, I wouldn't say, so I, I don't know this yet because I'm still experimenting with it. CEH is fine, but it's expensive. They did not take the Juniper route. <laughs> it's not free. CEH, you have to pay for the, the, the training, which if you go through IT Pro TV, it's a cent, right? But then the exam itself costs $1,000. I'm not kidding, $1,000. I would look at the OSCP. Um, in order to start tackling the OSCP, which is a beast, beastly exam, it is. Um, has a crazy lab. You'll want to start learning some Linux, start learning some scripting, like learn some Python, learn some Bash. I would start learning learning those beginner level things. So um, you don't have to get Linux certified. You don't have to become a Python expert, but learn enough to where you can do a few things. So find a find a quick Udemy course. Find a quick YouTube series, which. I don't want you to wait for me, but I will be making a Python and Linux series that will cover enough to get you started on, you know, if you're if you're a network engineer, this is what you need to know to get your 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 feet wet and start going. If you're becoming a hacker, here's what you got to know to start going in that direction. So, that's what I would do. OSCP is one of the most respected certifications in that field. Look at that. And Security Plus, like if you're if you're really starting from scratch and you're at cyber ops level, Security Plus doesn't hurt. Like build up on that. OSCP might be a really big jump for you. So look at that. Uh, Junior Matthias, thank you again. Like you already sent me a sticker. Now you get a super chat. Dude, you're crazy. Throw that up there real quick. Um, family is first. God bless you and your family. Thank you, Junior. You as well. I appreciate that. Uh, Jeremy's IT Lab coming in today. Good to see you, man. The best free CCNA course on YouTube right now. Wait, I lost it. I can't find you, Jeremy. Where are you? There it is. He says, Network Chuck Coffee is legit. You need to drink coffee right or drink it right now. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Uh, he's, in, he's in Japan, which I did not, did not realize. That's amazing. Um, that's pretty cool. My, my sister-in-law is in Japan. All right, let me check and see if I have any more Super Chats. My stomach just rumbled. I think I need to end this soon. <laughs> All right, I've got a couple more, then I gotta go. Mr. Slinger Joe, I wanna throw you up real quick. All right. Thank you for the super chat, sir. Um, hey Chuck, what are, your th what are your thoughts on PowerShell? How good are you with it? I'm learning it right now and enjoying it. So I'm a PowerShell novice. I learned a bit as I was going through the um, Azure Administrator Associate. So I'm, I'm Azure certified. And that's definitely part of the the Azure process. Now you won't. I thought I would be tested on that as I went through it, but I wasn't on the exam. But knowing PowerShell is key. So I, I've been a Windows admin in my past, and if you go into the cloud and you work on Azure stuff, learning PowerShell is a no-brainer. If you work with anything Microsoft at all in any capacity, knowing PowerShell is the game changer for you. It's the X factor. Trust me. So yeah, PowerShell is amazing. 
Um, if you're if you're in a situation where you can use it, become a master at it. My buddy uh, Matthew, man, love that guy. We we uh, came up as uh, network engineers together at the same company. He was much smarter than I was, and he was a a beast, a wizard in in PowerShell. And uh, he actually wrote kind of a network automation tool out of PowerShell. And this is before network automation was cool, right? Before DevNet and all this, he wrote this to help with our help desk. They needed a tool to, uh, we, we had both been studying for the CCMP and we learned about port security and we we're like, oh, well, we need port security. So we implemented port security and um, ports kept getting shut down and, and putting into uh, the, the error disabled state. So the help desk needed a way to clear them so we weren't being bogged down. So he, he came up with this tool for the help desk just to go in and find a port and clear it writing PowerShell. So PowerShell is crazy powerful. Um, yeah, learn it, learn it. I, I wish I were in a spot to where I had to learn it and spend more time with it. I'm just not. All right, Mark Newborn, you're coming up, man. Thank you for the super chat. I want to throw you up here real quick. Thoughts on missed systems. How do you believe it compares to other vendors now with wireless assurance, wired assurance, and now WAN assurance? Now, I'm fam- I've heard missed before. I'm going to look it up now to refresh myself. Oh, it's owned by Juniper. Ties into what we're talking about here. Mm. So it's like um, AI-driven network automation. So honestly, (laughs) I have no thoughts on it because I don't know much about it. So I wish I could answer your question. Um, (laughs) On their tagline on their website, it says, they were loyal to Cisco, Aruba, and others. And then they saw Mist. So apparently it's good according to them. Um, but yeah, I don't know much about them, but I know the, the landscape for, um, software defined networking and AI driven stuff is, is competitive and Cisco is going to be a big player, but they may not win. There's other big players out there. So I'm curious, but I'm sorry. I don't really have a lot of thoughts on that. I think Cisco DNA is a great product. I don't know how Miss compares. So you probably know more about it than I do. Nathan Soka going to throw you up real quick. It's my last super chat, and then I gotta go because my family's gonna kill me. Um, can you make a video on how to make a virtual network? I don't have enough for hardware. I love networking. I want to know what cert I should start with. Um, so when you say virtual network, I'm not sure quite what you mean. I, I can tell you this: you can virtualize an entire network. So like my equipment here, my routers, my switches, um, and a lot of your like you in your house, you have a router switch access point combo and a lot of companies you have a bunch of network equipment you can virtualize all of that you can um, I remember in my last company we virtualized uh, F5s and uh, Palo Alto's every vendor has their virtualized versions of their their physical hardware um, it's not widely adopted yet to replace everything but I know a lot of big companies I'm actually working on a video right now with a pretty big company talking about how they virtualized most of their network to make things quicker so that that's not what you're talking about, I know. But yeah, virtualizing a network is not only just a hobby thing you do on your computer. It's a thing that companies are doing now to make their uh, to reduce the latency and the hops and all the points of failure to make things faster and more agile. Software-defined networking, missed systems, Juniper, buzzwords. Uh, but can I make a video on how to make a virtual network? So I'm assuming you're talking about um, like EVNG, GNS3, uh, uh, Viral, or I'm sorry, CML2. hate that name. They should have stuck with Viral. They gave in. Uh, those things, I don't have any like in-depth videos, but David Bomble does. So go check out David Bomble. That's what I would do. Um, but you don't have enough for hardware, which is rough. Now, 
my the guy I was just talking about, the young young youngster, young whippersnapper Michael Hilton, who's 16, studying for his CCIE. He created a video series on how to uh, lab up even G with SD WAN, which I know might be overwhelming for you right now, but it's software to find WAN, which is routers and switches that run a wide area network. Anything that's not in your local area network in your house, the internet basically. He, he configured a lab virtually in AWS, which is the cloud, which is all virtual. And that means you don't have hardware at the home. You don't have anything. You just set up an AWS account and yeah, you, you'll pay, you'll pay the bill. Like AWS is not free for that level of hardware, but it, it's much better than going out and buying this huge gaming computer or buying a, a massive beefy server. So yeah, you can try that out. I love the cloud because the cloud is, is uh, initially cheaper for you to just try something out. And I do that all the time when I'm like, okay, I need to try out one quick thing real quick. AWS, Azure, click, 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 done. That's what I would do, uh, if you, especially if you don't have hardware. But also Packet Tracer. If you're just looking to just play, play with networking, Packet Tracer is free. So download Cisco Packet Tracer. It's what I'm using in my lab for um, for my free CCNA course. So go with that and start with CCNA. Start with CCNA. So go watch my CCNA course right now. Go watch my playlist at link below and see if you like it. See if you like it. No, you may not like me. So if you don't like me, then go watch someone else's. Go watch Jeremy's IT Labs or someone else. But you probably are going to love networking, fall in love with it even more than you already do now. And yeah, I'm fading quickly. Guys, thank you so much for watching and hanging out with me on a Monday evening. Um, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Like this video because it does help out a lot. And let me know if you're going to go for a Juniper certification. It's kind of a crazy thing for me to be talking about Juniper when I'm a Cisco fanboy. But Juniper's doing a cool thing, an amazing thing that I have to just clap for because it's free certifications, free across the board. You don't pay a cent for any part in the process. That's crazy. From the, the I think they even have reading material. They have courseware. They have videos practice exams, and then the voucher, all free. It's insane. They're really cool for doing that. And uh, yeah, uh, the sponsor of this video, uh, this particular live stream is This Is IT. So if you want to get access to my stuff, David Bommel stuff, and support our mission, go sign up below, or you can actually sign up for my YouTube membership. You'll get access to a lot of that too if you sign up for the bottom two tiers. And coffee. <laughs> I sell coffee now. So if you want Network Chuck coffee, go check out networkchuck.coffee. That's all I got, guys. You guys are amazing. Keep studying. And if you have any questions, comments, let me know below or jump into my Discord channel server and we'll talk it out. I'll catch you guys next time.
And just when you thought I was gone, I'm back real quick. Appreciate you guys for hanging on. I'm going to give you a treat. Here, right now I'm pasting in the chat <laughs> a, uh, a gift card to networkcheck.coffee. It's a $20 gift card. The code is going to go fast, so you got to be quick. You got to be quick. You ready? Here it goes in the chat <laughs> for real and go website is networkchuck.coffee whoever redeems it first gets it go for it anyways uh i'll catch you guys later and uh, yeah i think it's still good cool you guys are awesome i saw someone talking about Something not working. My proxy chain's thing is probably not working anymore. I'm going to take that down here soon. Anyways, catch you guys later. Mm -hmm.